Welcome into Straight Up Sports. I am your host, Devin Albertson. We get ready for week six of the Missouri eight-man season. Um, a couple good games this week. We'll just start off with it. 275 Conference, uh, Northwest Nottaway at DeKalb. Uh, don't think this is much of a game. DeKalb should win this one fairly easily. Not too worried about that. We're not going to throw a whole lot on that one. Uh, DeKalb, they just need to get healthy. They've been banged up a little bit. They lost last week to South Holt Nottaway Holtz, their third loss in a row. Um, but from talking to people around that game, it seems like the Cabs a little bit beat up right now, and I think they'll get better as the year kind of goes on. Maybe they get healthier and present a challenge later on in the season. Uh, next game, the biggest one in the state this week, number three, Mound City, at number two, East Atchison. And the reason why this podcast is coming out so late is because I have gone back and forth on this game, who I'm going to pick. I really still don't even know if I feel confident in my pick um, about this one. I want to lean Mountain City. I really do. I think Mountain City deserves the benefit of the doubt. Their one loss in the years when they were down two of their better three players and the best defensive end in the state and probably the best punt return in the state in Dylan George, best DN, TJ Hopkins. I mean, they are a very, very talented football team, and there's no way around that right now. They just are. So I don't want to shortchange that in any way, um, but the same um, breath, East Atchison is a very deep and talented football team themselves. They played Rockport last week, who at the time was ranked, and they played without their starting two running backs, and they still 45 them at halftime. I know Rockport's not the same level as Southwest Livingston. Um, also put out polls this week. Who's going to win each one of these games? We had 40 votes for the Northwest Nottoway DeKalb game. DeKalb got all 40 votes as a look for midnight um, on th- Thursday night going into Friday morning. In this one, Mountain City is getting 57% of the votes, 46 votes in, 17 hours left from the poll. I'm going East Atchison, though. I don't know what it is. I think they play a little better defense this year. Uh, I think they're a little hungrier than Mount City is. I think it's going to be a fantastic football game. I wish I was over in Tarkio because this is going to be one heck of a football game. I believe the game's going to be Tarkio. Either Tarkio or Fairfax, I hope they played over Tarkio. Um, East Atchison is very good this year. Jake McInerney's playing extremely well. They still got Bywater and Mary Willow will be back in the backfield this week. Ian Headland's a heck of an athlete. They're just very deep. They're a, much, they're a deeper football team than Mount City is this year. Last year, Mount City had the top talent plus the depth behind it. A couple of those top guys like Matthew Papa and Dylan Marge graduated. They don't have the depth they had last year. They still have the star power on the roster. I don't still think they're as deep as they were last year. A little more vulnerable. I'm just going to say East Atchison. If this game was at Mount City, I'd say Mount City wins this one fairly convincingly, but on the road. Um, I think East Atchison is going to upend them here and force a tri-champion situation in the 275 with East Atchison, Mount City, and Southwest Livingston. A couple big things for this game, not only for the conference title, but also for district standings. The winner of this game will be the number one seed, I believe, in district number four uh, going forward. The other two teams will have at least two losses, and I think they'll have more between North Andrew and Rockport. I think they'll pick up more up as the year goes on. So this is for the number one seed in a bye week in week one because there are seven teams in the district now. Only one team gets a bye in three of the four districts. So this is huge for rest and stuff like that. You don't have to play another game versus LeBlonde, who will most likely be the seventh seed. 
just don't have to play it. Just have a day to rest your players. So right now this is big for that. Um, I do think East Atchison pulls out this win, but I would not be surprised if Mountain City won it. It's like a touchdown game for me. It's it's back or forth. I'm just going to stick with East Atchison and kind of roll with it. If I'm wrong, I'm wrong, but I'm going to East Atchison. Um, up next, South Holt, Nottaway Holt at Stewartsville. We have had 35 votes for this one. South Holt, Nottaway Holt's getting 97%, and I agree with that. The Spartans are rolling now. They're going to get back to 500, 3-3 after this week, after starting the year 0-3. They're starting to figure things out. Um, offense has been fine the whole year, but defensively, they're starting to figure things out a little bit, and there can be a scary team going into next week when they go to Mound City. We'll have that one for King, and I am very interested to see how the Spartans match up with Mound City this year. Almost beat them last year in Oregon. Uh, next game in the 275, we do have Southwest Livingston at Platte Valley. 37 votes in. Livingston is at 95%. That's pretty much right. Uh, Livingston will win this game, but Platte Valley is going to move the ball a little bit on them and maybe keep it close for a little bit. Uh, but Livingston, I don't think Platte Valley can stop uh, Mac Anderson. So Livingston should win in that one. Mac Anderson is going to put some more uh, big numbers up for the Wildcats over there. And then the 275 GRC crossover game for this week is Rockport at King City. Uh, both these teams had received votes or been ranked at the start of the year. Both have kind of fallen off a little bit. Rockport is 3-2. and two. King City right now 1-4. and four. Um, But it's 53% of the 40 votes right now going to Rockport. I'm going King City. I think King City gets this one. I don't think Rockport, besides Joey Heron, who's a very good running back for them. He didn't do very well last week versus East Atchison, but East Atchison, again, Really good football team. He has 1,036 yards, second only to Mac Anderson, who has 1,038 on the year. I just don't think Rockport can sustain enough outside of Joey Heron to uh, win this game. Look at King City. They have their own good running back, and Jacob Moen has over 600 yards this year. They've played a very difficult schedule this year. King City, you forget, they hosted North Andrew, lost by two touchdowns. Week two, they lost by eight at DeCab. Week three, they beat Stanberry by 18 at home. Week 4, they went to Pattonsburg and lost. And week 5, they went at home and lost to Worth County. So they've played 1, 2, this, they're, at the time they played the number 8 team in North Andrew, the number 9 team in DeKalb, the number 9 team in Stanberry at the time, the number 2 team in Pattonsburg at the time, and the number 5 team Worth County at the time. So this is their first game all year. They haven't played a ranked team. They probably played the toughest, maybe second toughest schedule behind uh, South Holt, Nottaway Holt going into the season. So those two teams have played very tough schedules, both have losing records right now. But I think King City and South Holt, Nottaway Holt are both better than record state. King City wins this one, gets back in the winning ways. They got Bramer next week. After that, they have at Albany. So I'm guessing they'll be 3-4 and four going into that game against Albany. So interesting stuff over King City. I do think they beat Rockport this week in a upset and it could be upset of the week just because of record wise three and two at one and four. It would be a quote unquote upset. Um, but I think King City will win that one at home over Rockport. Also, a pretty good drive there for Rockport over to King City. Um, next one we have Albany at Bramer three and two at zero and five. Forty two votes and ninety eight percent Albany. Uh, Albany's going to win that one convincingly. Don't have any questions about that one for me. Up next, North Andrew at Stanbury. This is the K&IM game of the week. It's uh, North Andrew, who I believe is 3-2 and two on the year, at King, at Stanbury, who is 2-3. Yep, that's the record for both these teams. Both teams coming off losses last week. Stanbury um, 
lost to Pattonsburg 58-6. to They were in that game 22-6 at halftime, I believe, or they're close to it. Uh, North Andrew was up 36-16 to on North Shelby on the road last week. Uh, ended up losing 46-36 to from what I hear. They sustained a couple of injuries to starters in that second half versus North Shelby. Couldn't get anything going on offense and were upset last week to North Shelby. A couple of changes going to happen this week. I haven't um, got all the changes they're going to have, but North Angel look a little bit different this week. They play at Stanbury. Um, I was going through Stanbury's roster to get ready for this game and just on offense. Um, on the offensive line, they start two sophomores and a freshman at ends, a senior and a sophomore in the backfield, a junior, two sophomores, another sophomore running back who um, subs in, another sophomore receiver that subs in. So they start a lot of young kids, only two upperclassmen in the starting um, eight and in the starting t- in the ten main guys, only two upperclassmen, the rest of them are sophomores and one freshman. So a very young team. This team will be good. In a year or two, whenever those sophomores become juniors and seniors, but this year it's been a struggle for Stanbury to get anything going um, long term. On defense, they start a senior, two juniors, and four sophomores and a freshman. So they're just so young on both sides of the ball there for Stanbury. It'll be interesting to see how they kind of match up with North Andrew. I won't give a prediction because I am calling that game. So that's what I have for you guys. North Andrew, number seven team in the state at Stanbury for this week. Interesting to see how those two teams kind of match up with each other. Um, Usually, remember this game from 2012 to 2017 or so was, hey, which one of these teams is going to win state? Both teams have fallen off a little bit. Stanbury a little bit more than North Andrew has this year. Stanbury definitely in a rebuilding year for the first time in a long time. Uh, Coach Hilton over there, his first six years, 69-8. and eight. I think they're going to finish this year maybe 2-8, and 3-8. and eight. So it's definitely going to be a different type of year for Stanbury, but a year with a lot of promise because of how much young talent they have going forward. So that's what I have there. But yeah, ninety percent voting for North Andrew at the forty votes on Mo Eight Man Football on Twitter. Next game, non conference game number nine, Oric at Worth County. Um this game has actually been moved to Maryville at Northwest Missouri State University because the field conditions over in Grant City are not safe to play on. They also want to keep that field fresh for um, the remaining of the season. They do have a game um, at home the next couple of weeks against Pattonsburg and North Andrew. They want to keep that field nice and uh, good for those two huge matchups coming up as well for Worth County. They're in the meat of their schedule a little bit here. Um, last week, played King City. week before that, played Albany. Um, and then this week, they got Oric, who's ranked. They'll host Pattonsburg, who's probably the number one team in the state again, going to that game, a top ten team in North Andrew the week after that. Uh, before ending the year with Stanbury. So Worth County is kind of in the meat of their schedule right now. Be very interested to see how they play versus Oric. I do think Worth County is a better team here. Um, and I think they win fairly convincingly against Oric. Um, but shout out to Jason Offit, my professor there at Northwest Missouri State. Um, in most of my, some of my media classes, he actually graduated from Oric as he was an Oric Bearcat growing up. Be good for him to see his old alma mater play there in Maryville, even though I think they're going to lose to Worth County, who is a very good football team and is getting a lot of recognition in the state, ranked number four right now um, in the state of Missouri. Oric ranked ninth. Um, up next, Rich Hill, two and three at five and oh, number one ranked Pattonsburg. 39 votes. Pattonsburg getting 95% of them. Uh, Pattonsburg should win this win. Going away, Rich Hill will not be able to keep up with the scoring onslaught that Pattonsburg is going to put on display. 
So, sorry, Rich Hill, you're not going to beat Pattonsburg. But interested to see how the teams down south kind of match up with Pattonsburg. Kind of see a decent look there. If it's any better what uh, they've been given so far. Um, and again, Pattonsburg, they do have on the road at Worth County next week. So that will be very interesting to see how that game plays out. I'm definitely keep my eye on that one. Then after that, they go to North Shelby, another ranked team. And then they will play Albany, who could be ranked in the year in the week number nine. So Pattonsburg, three huge games after this, but they got to get through Rich Hill first. Um, up next, Liberal at, who is 3-2, and two, at 1-3. and three, Bishop LeBlanc come off a bye, 40 votes in. Liberal getting 73%. And I'm going to agree with him. Liberal, I think they get the win here. I think LeBlanc just not great this year. Um, had a bye last week, as I said, a week before that. Lost to Stanbury, 66-34, to after they beat Veritas Christian in week three for their first win in a couple of years after dropping down to eight-man. They played a tough schedule. I mean, they lost to Pattonsburg, lost to North Andrew, lost to Stanbury throughout the year. Stanbury's down a little bit, so it's hard to kind of tell. Hard to kind of tell what Liberal's going to look like. Don't know anything about them. But I'll side with the Liberal here. They've looked solid throughout the year, um, at least playing with some teams down south. So we'll just kind of see how that game matches up. Up next, number six, North Shelby at Chillahowie. Give me North Shelby. Um, let's see what that voting looks like. Um, 39 votes, North Shelby getting 95%. That's all you need to know there. North Shelby should win that one going away. Up next is Osceola 3-2 and two at the 2-3 and three Norbert Harden Central Aggies. Um, I'm going to put kind of a qualifier on this prediction here. If Tyler Guerin plays for Osceola, I know we got an injury at the end of the last game that may or may not sideline for this week. I don't want to speculate on injuries or kind of just publicly display what they are. But if he can't go, I like Norbert Hardenstitchell. If he does play, I like Osceola. So that's my kind of caveat for that game. If Guerin doesn't play, it's a mini upset, and Norbert Hardenstitchell gets the win. If he does play, I like the Indians of Osceola to win that one. Um, up next, we have number 10, Drexel at Northwest Hughesville. 53 votes, Drexel getting 87% of them. 4-1 uh, and one at 1-4. One and four. Give me Drexel to win that one. Glad to see Drexel got ranked this week. They are number 10 in the rankings um, as they are one of the three schools not in the 275 or GRC. Sorry, one of the four schools not in the GRC or 275 to be ranked this week. Um, pretty high rankings uh, for teams that are not Northwest Missouri. Uh, four of them ranked this week, which is probably a high that we've ever had in the voting. So very interesting to see that North Shelby, Appleton City, Oric, and Drexel are all ranked. Drexel will move on to five and one, and I think Drexel most likely ends the year at eight and one. I think they got three pretty easy games at Rich Hill. Could be interesting. I think Drexel's better. Um, after that, they have home versus Chillahowie, which should be an easy win. Then home versus Casey East Christian over in Kansas. That should be a win as well. So I think Drexel finishes the year eight and one. It will be the two seed in that district, and maybe the favorites going into playoff play over there. In the last game we have is Appleton City, 5-0 and at 2-2 two and two Pleasanton, Kansas. Uh, 53 votes right now. Appleton City getting 91%. I'll go with App City. Um, just kind of how I'm looking at it right now. I think Appleton City just a little bit better kind of going forward. So that's what I have for you guys for the winners this week. Um, give me one second here and I'll kind of go through the media poll and kind of how I thought voting went. I know if you guys follow me on Twitter at Devin Albertson, I kind of talked a little bit with Anthony Crane, who's also another one of our um, guys on the ballot there of the voting. Uh, real quick, just the guys who are on the media 
rankings board, I guess you want to call it. Uh, myself for KNIM, Brent Barnett from KMA, Chris Roush from KQ2, Chris Dewar from KHQA, Randy Spear from the Warrensburg Daily Star, uh, Brandon Zinner from the News Press down in St. Joe, and Anthony Crane from Mayville Daily Forum. So us seven make up the media poll this past week. Pattonsburg, number one, six first place votes. Um... 69 total points. Number two, East Atchison with one first place vote and 62 points overall. Big gap. Then go down to Mound City at number three, 51 points to overall. There was a tied ranking for fourth with Livingston and Worth County, both at 46 points. Uh, sixth was North Shelby at 32. Seventh was North Andrew at 24. Eighth was Appleton City at 22. Oric was 17. Drexel was 7. And then Albany with four votes, receiving votes. Stanbury with three. And Rockport with two. A couple things here. Oric lost to Drexel head-to-head. Why is Oric still getting more love than Drexel? I have no idea. Makes no sense to me. Maybe because Oric was in 8-man last year and Drexel wasn't, so people should try and get used to Drexel being an 8-man. No idea. I Drexel in there. Didn't rank Oric this week. That's just what I voted for. Um, I did put Albany at my 10th spot. I almost put South Holton Nami Hold in. I wanted to I just couldn't quite pull the trigger on a team that's under 500 right now, even though, um, in my mind, they've lost the number two team in the state, the number six, and the number five. So, And according to the ballot, it's two and then four and four. So they've lost to three of the top five teams in the state this year for their three losses. They were really competitive in the first two losses to Livingston and Worth County, uh, only losing to Livingston by six. They were in that Worth County game until things kind of started spiraling a little bit. But they were in that game. Uh, for most of it, so that's kind of what I'm seeing right now. They might, if they win this week, I probably will jump over Albany kind of going forward. Not sure yet, but I don't think Stanbury or Rockport should be getting votes right now. Just kind of what my thought is, but I think we're starting to narrow down the top 10 teams in the state a little bit more each week. There's getting less and less um, other teams getting votes kind of going forward, so that's just how I see it right now. We'll see when the rankings come out. They'll come out Monday morning again. Um, and I'll talk to you guys after the game as well. Um, yeah, one thing I also want to go on here, some offensive stats. Passing leader through five weeks, Stephen Wilhite, Pattonsburg, 1,773 yards. That, that next is Tyler Guerin from Osceola, 881. McNinney from East Atchison with 866. Mac Anderson from Livingston with 784. And then Drew Quinlan from South Holt Nami Holt with 775. Um, that's your top five passers in the state. Top five rushers. I'm sorry, passing touchdowns real quick. Will Height with 31. LeBlanc's quarterback, Gardner. Landon Gardner with 15. Jake McEnany with 15 from East Atchison. Quinlan with 14. And Guerin with 12. Uh, rushing leaders, Mac Anderson, number one, 1,038 yards. Joey Heron, number two, with 1,036 from Rockport. Uh, Norburn Harden Central's Kaiser Hughes with 1,010 yards. So three guys in the state already over 1,000 yards. Um, up next, Dawson Butterfield from Albany with 850, and then Blake Buchanan of Oric with 767. Round out your top five rushers in the state. Top five rushing touchdowns. Mac Anderson with 19 for Livingston. Dawson Butterfield with 17 for Albany. Andrew Alarcon from North County with 16. Kaiser Hughes from Harden, Norburn Harden Central with 15. Then Joey Heron with 14 from Rockport. Receiving leaders, um, a lot of Pattonsburg here. Top two guys, both from Pattonsburg, Dakota Eaton and Patrick Cowley with 674 and 635, respectively. Um, respectively. Number three, Chase Neptune Livingston. He has 458. Ethan Wilson of Oric, 391. And then Ian Headland of East Atchison with 335. 
receiving touchdowns. Cowley from Pattonsburg with 13. Neptune from Livingston with 10. Eaton from Pattonsburg with 8. Um, Fred Lakeshute Schulte. Like a short, I'm, I'm I'm bushing your name, Kim. Sorry. From LeBlanc was seven, tied with Ethan Wilson of Oric was seven, and Dylan Schuess from South Holt Nolly Holt with seven as well. And then total offense is just mind-boggling. We have eight guys in the state already with over a thousand all-purpose yards, and three with over fifteen hundred. The leader is Stephen Wilhite from Pattonsburg, two thousand twenty-eight yards of all-purpose through five weeks, averaging over four hundred yards a game. Number two, Mac Anderson from Livingston with eight. 1,522. Number three, Blake Buchanan of Oric, 1,505. Uh, number four, Drew Quinlan of South Holt Nami Holt with 1,306 total yards of offense. And then Tyler Guerin of Osceola with 1,258 yards. Also, guys, over 1,200. Kaiser Hughes of Norman Harden Central and Jake McEnany of East Atchison. And, of course, Joey Heron also over 1,000 all-purpose yards. Um, and guys who are going to pass 1,000 this week, Jaden Baker, North Andrew, Aiden Gladstone, North County, both over 900. Um, Butterfield from Albany is probably he's only about 150 yards away. Uh, Pearson Teichner from Northwest Hughesville is about 150 yards away. So a couple of kids who can also jump to that 1,000-yard mark um, just going forward here this week. Total touchdowns. There are seven kids in the state with over 20 total touchdowns. A leader is Stephen Wilhite, Pattonsburg, 38. Mac Anderson, 33. McEnany from East Atchison with 25. Tied with Blake Buchanan of Oric with 25. Andrew Quinlan of South Holt Nollyholt with 25. Uh, Jaden Baker has 21 from North Andrew. And Alarcon from North County also has 20. So a lot of big numbers being put up in the state right now. Interesting to kind of see how this kind of moves um, forward. I'll post those stats as well going forward. Um, week six travel. The shortest trip is the top three matchup of the week. Actually, number two Mount, number three Mount City at number two East Atchison, only a 28 mile trek from Mount City to Tarkio. <coughs> Sorry. Second shortest trip is the game trip. I'll be the game is a game I will be at um, tonight. I guess North Andrew, number seven team at Stanbury, just 32 miles separate those two teams. The two longest trips, though, Liberal at Bishop LeBlanc, 180 miles, about 2 hours and 43 minutes on a bus. Um, also, North Shelby at Chillahowie, eight, 185 miles, just over 3 hours on a bus there for the Red, for the Raiders there of North Shelby going on the road to Chillahowie. A couple of the long trips, Rich Hill to Pattonsburg, 150 miles. Um, so a lot of long road trips here this week, so we'll kind of see how that kind of plays forward. Um, average of about 93 miles for each road trip this week. With a couple of shorter ones, um, but that's what we have for road trips. I mean, last week was just average of 56 miles, so much different last week to kind of see how that all played out. Yeah, but that's what we have for you guys. Hope you guys enjoyed that. Um, I don't have a whole lot for you guys. Um, We'll go top five scoring offenses real quick. I'll go through this real quick, and then I'll let you guys go so we can get ready for Friday night football for the sixth time this year. Uh, points scored, number one, Pattonsburg, 72.8 points per game. Number two, Worth County, 65.6. Number three, Appleton City, 63.2. Number four, Oric with 58.8. Number five, North Shelby with 58 points per game. A couple things to note here. It is Oric Worth County this week. Those teams are both averaging either over 60 or near 60 points per game. Could be a lot of offense there at Bearcat Stadium. Next week, top two offense in the state probably with Pattonsburg, Worth County going head-to-head. That will be a lot of fun to see how that game plays out. Um, 
And then bottom five scoring offenses. Um, fifth to bottom is Northwest Hughesville averaging 22. Stewartsville averaging 21.6. Chillahowie 16.4. Bramer 14.2. And Northwest Nottoway at 5.2 points per game. Been shut out a couple of times there for the Muskets. Uh, top five scoring defenses. Uh, number five, Drexel allowing 23.6. Number four, North Shelby at 21.6. Number three, Oric at 21 points per game. Number two, Mount City at just 17.2. The number one scoring defense, East Atchison, 15.8. You see the number one versus number two scoring defense is going at it this week with Mace Atchison at hosting Mount City. Also to note, Worth County has the seventh ranked defense allowing just under 32 points per game. So it's seven versus five in that one there. So... Interesting, interesting how those kind of games kind of play out. Uh, bottom five scoring defenses. Um, just a note here, South Holt Holt is out of the bottom five. They're allowing just 50 points per game. A couple weeks ago, it was over 70. They've definitely dropped their average down quite a bit the last couple of weeks. So now it's Stewartsville at 50.4, uh, who hosts South Holt Holt this week. So interesting to see how those numbers change. LeBlanc at 55. At Northwest Hughesville at 58.4. Chillahowie allowing 56.1. Sorry, 61.6 points per game. And then Bramer, worst defense for that now, allowing 62.8 points per game. Scoring differential, top bottom five real quick. Uh, Stewartsville, minus 28.8. Hughesville, minus 36.4. Northwest Nahui, minus 41.6. Chillahowie, minus 45.2. And Bramer, minus 48.6. Top five. At fifth is Pattonsburg at plus 36. Number four, North Shelby at plus 34.4. Number three, Appleton City at plus 37. Number two, Oric plus 37.8. And number one team in scoring differential is East Atchison at plus 40.2. So that's a couple of stats we have for you guys there. Um, we'll do district standings and stuff more uh, after next week. Um, we'll get into the final three games, and by then you kind of see how teams are going to kind of match up and where they're going to be at. You kind of see it anyways. Um, right now, my favorite for each district, I would have Drexel out of District 1 over Alpton City. District 2, I would take Livingston to barely beat North Shelby in the district championship game over there. I would take Pattonsburg over Worth County in District number 3. And I know I took East Atchison this week, but I think Mount City over East Atchison in district number four to go to the state semifinals. I think um, East Atchison gets them the first time, the Mount City comes back and gets payback in the playoffs uh, for that one. So I think the final four would be Mount City, Drexel, and Southwest Livingston, Pattonsburg. Very fun district uh, semifinals matchups here. Not sure where I'd even go for that. I would kind of... Actually, I know if it's Livingston, Pattonsburg, and Mount City, Drexel, I'll probably do Mount City, Drexel, and then... If Mount City won, I would probably get Mount City versus Pattonsburg in the state championship game, which would be a dream come true in what I wanted last year. So that's what I have for you guys. Hope you guys enjoyed that. Um, teams that are in control of their own destiny right now, talked a little bit earlier, 275. If EA wins this week, they will most likely be the outright 275 conference champs. If they lose, it will most likely be a tri-champ situation with EA, Southwest Livingston, and Mount City. Grand River, right now Pattonsburg and Worth County, both undefeated in conference play. Albany and North Andrew, both with one losses. Um, Albany lost to Worth County. North Andrew lost to Pattonsburg. So they still got some cross games there. Uh, but right now Pattonsburg and Worth County hold their own destiny with that one a little bit. Um, I think Pattonsburg does win that conference outright going forward. 
Uh, Central River right now is Oric and North Shelby, both with 2-0. The other three teams all have two losses in conference play. Hughesville is 1-2 in conference play uh, with their win over Chillahowie. Hughes, uh, Norman Harden Central has played the two best teams in that district so far this year with Oric and North Shelby. So, uh, Oric is 3-0, North Shelby is 2-0. Those two teams will play in Week 9 for the CRC title. I think North Shelby wins it. And the Wemo Conference, uh, I think Appleton City is going to win that conference um, after beating Drexel in week number two. I think Drexel is going to finish with just one loss in conference play. OCL will finish with two losses after they lose to Appleton City next week. So that's what I have for you guys for conference and district standings. Uh, just three undefeated teams with Appleton City, East Atchison, and Pattonsburg. Winless teams, just three as well, Bramer, Chillahowie, and Northwest Hughesville. So that's what we have for you guys here. Hope you guys enjoyed this one. I'm not even sure how long I've went here. About 30 minutes. That's plenty. Hope you guys have a great rest of your day. Make sure you follow me on Twitter at Devin Albertson. Um, follow the show account at show underscore straight. Follow Mo 8 Man Football on Twitter. All that good stuff. You'll have all this stuff out there. Hope you guys enjoy your Friday. Friday Night Football, we are in week 6. We are over halfway done with the regular season as we're getting close to playoff time. Only four games left until we know the playoff matchups. Can't believe it's already here. It's October. It's getting a little chilly. It's going to be in the mid-50s for my game for North Andrew at Stanbury. Hope the rain holds off so I don't get wet. Should be a lot of fun. Make sure you guys tune in 645 on KNIM 95.9 for North Andrew at Stanbury at 645. That's all I got for you guys. You guys have a good Friday night. Devin Albertson, out.